You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. is freshly roasted and ethically sourced it's music to your ears shake up the way you wake up at kingscoastcoffee.com good morning good afternoon good evening body hello 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 what is up world and frank i <laughs> hope everybody doing well happy saturday my name is of course nightock this beautiful handsome gentleman next to me is frank aka technique and uh welcome to the comics uh, as always, we got a jam-packed show here for you today. Um, we got, we got, we got. What if, of course, which recently just uh, came out this Wednesday, which was, in, in my opinion, another fantastic episode. Um, for all of you DC fans, happy Batman Day! Um, apparently, today's Batman because every day on the internet is a new day. Uh, that it is a day of days. Um, we got comic books to talk about. We got uh, a little bit of a schedule for you over the next couple of weeks of uh, what's going to be happening here on the show. Some exciting things um, are going to be happening here as always. We got some homework for you uh, before we get into it. What's up, Frank? Happy Saturday, man. Happy Saturday. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's been a busy week. Um, <clears throat> not a whole lot going on in the comic book world. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, we can't have it every week, but uh, yeah, we got some things to talk about today. And then there's like, you know, future prep. Yep. Uh, secretly got my hands on Guardians of the Galaxy. Can't talk about it, but uh, yeah, that was awesome. Um, but damn, okay. That, yeah. <laughs> other than that, um, very excited about the future of comics as a whole, especially yes. indie comics, um, and how indie comics are being adapted, whether it's you know uh, live action anime or even video games um i would not be surprised if we start seeing some some webtoons hit the video game market which i think Ooh. is a very untapped source that needs to be like uh um you know the big popular the big five it would be nice to see something hit the video game market, even if it's an rpg or, or a fighting game most of these anime games go fighting games which are just kind of weird to me yeah uh, you, think, you know but um yeah it's, it's it's pretty cool man i mean like i said it's it's not Sometimes it's good to have a calming time on the, the timeline of comics. And I mean, something that's just like, oh my God, all the time. Compared to last week, where we were, what is it, 48 hours deep into what seemed like news after news after news. We even had breaking mm. news last week, too, on the channel. Like it was, yeah. it was, it was incredible. It was, it was a wild, it was a fantastic show, just like every show. But, um, yeah, it was a little bit more uh, uh, calm this week, definitely. Um, obviously, like I said, we have Batman Day today. There was a couple of things, uh, specifically comic-wise, both Marvel and DC, funny enough, that kind of yeah. hit that we'll talk about in regards to uh, Webtoons, Batman specifically, and um, and Sabretooth. Um, I mean, for me specifically, not comic book related, but I know you as well, man. I am having a blast with Deathloop. That game, mm. I was excited for it. And usually, most recently, for some reason, when I've gotten, as I wear my PlayStation, right, when I've gotten excited for games, they've kind of let me down most recently, um, this year at least. But I am just having a blast. And so is it's, it's 
just something about that game. I just I I forget that I'm streaming sometimes. I forget to talk because mm. I'm so focused <laughs> on on yeah. completing loop. I'm actually I'm having a blast. How about you? I know if you've been playing it. Yeah, I played it. It's, it's good. It has a lot of great dialogue. The uh, the mm. banter is really good. Uh, <laughs> the characters are amazing. Uh, very attractive game overall, both from the character view and the uh, overall setting, colors and, and yeah, and great. Just even the even the background chatter is is really really well written uh and and um has life to it you know it there's a distinct variety and um diversity even amongst the the voice the voices um it's not just you know oh yeah people trying to act like something it, they, i mean these conversations are something that you probably hear in that type of world so it's it's really really nice seeing that uh, arcane game still knows how to really oh, make a video game unique um even though it's pretty much dishonored <laughs> dishonored um, and prey right that's that definitely has hard, feel. To, hard to watch and hard to stream <clears throat> uh dishonored isn't hard to play i just mm -hmm. think that it misses the mark somewhere uh to where it doesn't really hit like death loop hits because it has a 15 hour experience but it has lots of replayability. Yes. It has lots of collectibles and findables. Uh, it has a lot of variety in how you do things. So yep. you may go through one mission one way, but you can like turn it around and do it a whole different way. And you have two different opposing sides that you can play. You can either be a PvP -er or you can be a you know you know PVE -er if you really wanted to. So it kind of gives you that Dark Souls like yeah. vibe. And, and look how much Dark Souls is like what like I mean. 15 hours 20 hours for somebody that's like not that great at it or 100 but, for not that yeah, great or 100 for made. people that go back and do everything well, that too, yeah. different ways right so it was just weird seeing that it's, it's gotten tens and nines across the board yeah it's tens, it, nines and fives i should say five yeah. out of five the metacritic tens, score tens. is 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 out of the off the charts for it i mean they're, yeah. they're doing incredible with it but there's people out there complaining about the game which i it, it just welcome to welcome to the industry yeah stated no yeah. one's ever happy yeah. with everything. It's incredible, but, yeah. um, and and I mean, we talked about it last week too. It's not, it's though it's not. I mean, kind of comic book. I mean, for for us streamers, for 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 gamers, for you fans watching at home, um, there is starting next week. With I completely forgot, Kenya is coming out next week. Um, but yeah. there's there's New World, there's Kenya, Guardians of the Galaxy, as you as you just talked about. Far Cry, I know I'm actually happy that Battlefield got pushed because October was just insane at that point. Um, Metroid Dread, like you're, we're on, we're at that phase now where we had a lull since May and now it's like mm. essentially every week to 10 days, video game, video game, video game, video yeah, game. And, so it's and uh, a new world. Know of, right? And new, the, and new world, not even yeah. Putting in the sneaks like uh, Origami 2 yeah. came out Friday and that game is badass. Mm -hmm. Like it's literally. Tenchu lovers, that game is 100% modern day Tenchu. Like it's, yeah. it's really good. And I heard that David Leon, the CEO, literally told me because I was afraid during so an interview. Familiar. I was like, uh, "Should I bring up another game?" You know, but I was just like, <laughs> "Dude, this is like Tenchu for me." He was like, oh, "Yes, yes." And I was like, "Oh, oh okay, that's great. dope." Like, you know, so um, that's always nice to have. And then you have all these other sleeper hits that are going to start showing up. There's some uh, survival. Um, uh, multiplayer kind of action games coming up soon that are just kind of under the radar there's a lot of there's an icarus that's under the radar that people are kind of keeping their eye on which i personally didn't really have a good time with it 
um, <laughs> because it felt flat. But then again, they added up some big updates, and you got like man, no, no Man's Sky that just threw out like oh one of the biggest God. updates ever. That's killing it right now. So it's like, yeah, you have to worry about these releases, but then you got to worry about like everything else doing updates and and like you yeah, know, like, and like patches, DLCs, yada yada. You're gonna be diving into New World knee deep in in ten days. Yeah. Um, you have Final Fantasy 14 coming out with their big expansion. <laughs> when is it? Is it November? It's uh, November or, 19th for pre-orders to 29th for non-pre-orders. So and there you go. You I mean, how between those two games, like I don't know how how like I'm variety, right? But you're variety, mm. but you go knee deep, especially into those MMOs and everything. I have no idea how how you people how you how you guys do that. Like, there's it's, just so much to go through there. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> good games i gotta play it dude that's like, true that's sometimes true. i cover mmos that people haven't touched in a long time to give them like kind of like an updated thought on it like blade and soul just had their ui i mean not ui but they uh, unreal engine 4 update the game looks pretty and that's about it for me you know it's like yeah oh, the game looks pretty but the gameplay is still stale as hell so um but some people might like it it's a free to play game you know and so it's just like i never i never really come into streaming being like oh i don't know what to play i know what i can <laughs> play it's just yep. like what can i play that Keep people's interest or whatever like that because i love pathfinder you know it's a long yeah, drawn out playing game, lots a of bunch reading and bunch and lots of bunch, thinking yeah. and that people probably just don't want to sit there and watch girl. that and it sucks um but you know i'll play it offline uh, you know so uh like origami 2 is instant action people like that but yeah the mmo thing i mean new world everybody wants to play it so the interest is going to be peaked for at least two weeks i give it really um, and then it's going to start mellowing itself out not dropping but mellowing out probably after a month um we hit november and then new and then final fantasy 14 comes out and then people are just going to be all over that for two weeks <laughs> it's the same it's the cycle same process, it's very cyclical man. very cycle driven right yeah and the are rough you got to keep playing them to get to build an audience like you literally just got to keep playing and almost almost to the point of like i'd say play it four times out of five days uh five uh, seven days out of the week type thing mm -hmm. to build that audience so people know okay you know i, I want to make sure that i watch this guy during this time and you're going to get those audiences that only show up when you're playing final fantasy or only show up when you're playing new world you know yeah. so um it's a balance uh winter yes i think one of the greatest parts about death loop is the 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 voice lines like mm. i i just the, the conversation every time you start into the new loop between juliana and uh, or the new section between juliana and colt is hilarious i find myself cracking up every time um 23rd to the general public and guardians of the galaxy isn't turn-based um I, I don't know what to I call it. About it no 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 so we've seen it from the trailer oh. i don't know what to call it you're you're it's, playing it, I, I through as star trailer, it is not based on the trailer it is not turn-based yeah based on the trailer you're playing as star lord but you control certain actions of each character what looks like to be the d-pad you could tell um drax to go attack or do like multi attacks or rocket raccoon or things like that and the the playability based on the gameplay trailer that was shown at was it e3 or square enixes i forget which one they announced it and shown it out it was big it was e3 screen yeah focus. they um you know there's certain parts of the game uh like the big piece was you threw raccoon across uh rocket raccoon across or you didn't have to you could do something else and it brings up different voice lines and it takes you into a different direction of the game. So there is replayability on it in regards to your actions as well. So yep. it's for as much as we know, I don't think we still know a lot about it, which is kind of cool. And the game comes out in about a month. And um, 
you look at that and you look at Marvel Avengers, you can tell it's a Square Enix game because they have very <laughs> similar graphics and the way things yeah. run through. And uh, I know are... you can't say anything about it, but... Um, I, I'll say this. The I'm game excited. is fucking awesome. I, I'll, I'll just say that. It's awesome. Yeah, that's a great um, one, New Nerd. That's a great one, New Nerd. they did a very good job with the game. I won't go into details, but um, the graphics look absolutely phenomenal. I was actually blown away. Um, but, yeah, uh, that game... That game's gonna do fine. Good. That's awesome to hear. That's a lot. <laughs> like that. I, that's all I'm really gonna say about it. Um, Good man. Uh, I'll have some stuff for you guys. Uh, we'll show it here on comics uh, when the embargo drops for me to be able to do that stuff. But uh, other than that, I was like, whoa. I, I I'll put it to you like this. I had to stop doing what I was doing because <laughs> I was going over my time limit. Uh, oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yeah, it was, That's how yeah. they played it out. I gotcha. Yeah, man, that shit is oof. Anyway. Um, I'm excited to see more about it. And that's what it seems like, at least from the outside looking in New Nerd. That's what it seems mm -hmm. like. It seems very uh, God of War with the boy. But we'll see it. I, feel, I know Frank, Frank's biting his lips. He wants to He wants to say something, but he can't. So we're just going to stop it there. But that's mm -hmm. a good right thing. Now I'm thinking to myself, that's a good thing. Stuff? Was it no. just me not showing the gameplay? Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, we don't want to get you in trouble, easy. my man. We'll play um, it safe. So then, so then, with that being said, like you said, you know, usually we talk about um, comics of the game, which we did, um, some news and rumors, but we're going to get back into it right now um, because uh, we did have a brand new episode of uh, What If this past Wednesday. We also had a brand new episode yeah. of Titans as well. We're going to talk about What If now because it was uh, it was an interesting episode. Um, you know, spoiler alert, if you didn't watch it, we are going to be talking about it. We're going to not, we're going to try not to go deep, deep into it, but we are going to have a conversation about it now. Uh, it was episode six, six, I believe. Yeah. So we still have four more episodes after this until uh, the, the, the season, because we know they're getting a second season of it comes out sometime, hope preferably next yep. year, I guess. But yeah, this was the Killmonger Tony Stark episode. What happens essentially if Tony Stark, um, while in, where was he? How do Middle East, I guess. I forget yeah, where they the, say. He's in the Middle East. Yeah. It was a, uh, <clears throat> Essentially, it was delivering. Uh, it was the whole beginning of Iron Man, right? Right. It was yeah. It was Iron Man one. Pretty, I mean, pretty much the team. Yeah. Uh, he finds out that the weapons, of mass destruction over there, are Stark industry weapons. Um, the 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 bomb or the missile lands right beside him, and then Killmonger just shows up and yeets that shit across the world. I, which <laughs> he did eat it across. My wife brought up a really interesting question. She's like, "Is he a super soldier? Because like, how the hell does he eat a bomb? Like, yeah, I, I don't know how to answer that. I'm true. I'm thinking probably because depending on where he was training, he could have gotten a secret soldier serum. It seems I mean, it like only explains it. This dude was punching robots and throwing bombs. So, uh, you yeah, know, uh, and he doesn't it's... have any of the, and he doesn't have any of that. At that point, you know, just like the origin story in the movie, he didn't have any of the Black Panther. Like he's just a normal human. But in mm. this, I mean, I'm sure they probably could have, you know, brought more out of it. But it seems like he had a little bit of a relationship with Lane. Um, some nefarious things going on in the past, so he could have been souped up on something, perhaps. Um, I don't know. Maybe he just can eat. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, it's the only explainable thing is that he. Has, yeah. But then there's so many like whys, you know, like uh, even if he was souped on that serum. But uh, yeah, it was it was an interesting episode. Um, uh, Robert Downey Jr. did not do the voice. 
of Tony Stark, but the guy that did it was, was so good. It's as close as you can get it. I mean, honestly, uh, some lines I was like doubting myself. I was like, whoa, he sounded just like Tony, uh, Robert Downey Jr. right there. But then I was like, oh, I can Same still thing. hear the adolescence in the voice, like the little, <laughs> thing, you know. Yeah, um, like I've been I've been trying to go through. Like at the beginning, I skipped the intro and everything now because I want to. I want to see if I recognize if the voices are there. Mm. Like Happy Hogan was John Favreau again. Killmonger yep. was Michael B. Jordan. Yep. I I had yep. so, like I was list. I Pepper Potts was definitely not Pepper Potts. No, um, it wasn't Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Pepper Potts was Pepper Potts. Yeah, that wasn't Gwyneth Paltrow. Excuse mm. me. Um, but yeah, I was having some like there was a lot of times I was like this really does sound right, Don Robert, Cheadle but it also there. doesn't. Yeah, Don Cheadle was there. Was um was that Shuri? Was that the actress that actually no. plays Shuri? Good, because she mm. did sound up, but um, she's the Shuri from Avengers, the uh, the game, the video game. Oh, that's cool that they used her for that. I no, like actually, that. She's not. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. She plays somebody else in the and, Marvel. Uh, she's in the Marvel. She okay. Done, she did uh, Teen Titans. That's what she's done before. I forgot who she plays in Teen. Uh, might be a star. Whatever. Oh, Starfire. I, yeah, I, I could see that. I, I, I heard the uh, inflections on that. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, um, one cool piece before, you know, before we go into it a little further, I like how Gundam is apparently now MCU lore <laughs> canon uh, based on that one scene. That was a Michael B. Jordan thing, I don't know. 100%. I love that. That was awesome, though. That was, he, that, he, now, what is he, it? Michael yeah. Jordan is one of the biggest anime yep. heads <laughs> in the business. And when he said that, I was like, that, yep. That's him. Like that was one hundred percent something that he wanted. I'm pretty sure they were like, if you were to design a object of mass destruction, what would it be? He was like, Gundam. Gundam. Like I, I can literally hear him saying it. Um, and the part, the the, the line, what like anime? That's definitely a, a, a Michael B. Yeah. Jordan statement. That wasn't something written by them, which uh, which is dope. What? Um, um, I love that Marvel does that. Ah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Like you can, it's uh, like. <laughs> We said this last week too. It's so awesome seeing all these characters return. Like, what was the um, his wife's name? The the king king king. Um, oh my god, what's his um, name? Because she came back for that role too. Like, even seeing things like yeah, that, her uh, coming back. She's Angela like, Bassett. Angela played, Bassett uh, came back. Like that was cool. Like seeing all these massive AAA actors and actresses coming back to reprise or just do a different take on their roles in the Marvel universe. Like that's yeah, Inyami. Inyami. That's that's Inyami. that's incredible. That's incredible. Um. So two things. One, Miami. Um, one. What was you know we've we've gone through six episodes. I think me and you collectively felt like episode three kind of didn't hit the mark with with us, but every other one we yeah, loved. I still feel what that do way. you think? What do you think yeah. about this episode? Is this up I there this in the top? Was this really good? A two-piece episode. I feel like Ooh, they okay. ended the shit out of this episode. They yeah, were just like, right. Cut. It's up. There's time. Cut. <laughs> All right. I, I, I was just like, what the hell, dude? Like, can we get yeah. more? So I'm thinking we're going to see more. I don't think this is the end of Killmonger. I feel like they're going to end up either showing it again this season or show it next season. Um, that would be cool. Because there's no way. And I'm, I have a 1,000% feeling that Killmonger is coming back to the MCU live action. Mm -hmm. um, just because he's been res resurrected in the comic books like a billion times. And on top of that... Um, Bost is not the only god, um, you know, in Wakanda. So there could be a linking Ooh. between a lot of things going on with that. Well, I did um, like that. That also little White Wolf being a part of that, which I'll get into a little bit later. White Wolf being in the MCU is twisted. It's not supposed to be Bucky. 
Mm-hmm. It, you know, in the actual Marvel universe, it's supposed to be some kid that lost his parents that um, T'Chaka took on as his son before even T'Challa was born. Okay. Um, and, it, and this is a Caucasian kid that grew up at, I think, the age of six and grew up under T'Chaka and was trained by T'Chaka. But when T'Chaka had his own son, mm-hmm. T'Challa, who was born and killed his, I mean, the, the, the birth killed uh, uh, Naomi, okay. which is his wife. And then T'Chaka got another wife later on. Um, <clears throat> T'Challa became Black Panther. And of course, Hunter is his name. Uh, that he gives him he it's a cool name didn't like it and big feud and that guy became the overall general of the war uh i think they call it dogs of war which are the planted spies mm-hmm. planted throughout the u.s and the world so that whole thing i'm pretty sure we're gonna see bucky turn into white wolf later on um in the mcu planting the seeds might come back uh i, I don't know how he, what what he will be when he comes back but I have a strong feeling that that what if Killmonger, if Kevin Feige does what he said he's going to do, we're going to see Michael B. Jordan back in the MCU. Because, first of all, Michael B. Jordan is too strong of an actor to not bring back. I so feel. good. Um, so that was that was very interesting. But uh, overall, the, the, the show was really good. I just felt like it just ended. And yeah. I was, like, upset about it. And I was just like, you have something really good building here. Because the show wasn't really hitting it for me 100%. I liked it. Definitely better than 3. But it was like, okay, this is great climate. Yeah. And then they just cut it off. And I was like, uh, Yeah, because now you want to you know, see so. him, what he's doing now in Wakanda, mm-hmm. what Shuri and Pepper are going to do. Like, they, 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 it's like they uh, they got to a certain point, like you said, and it's like, okay, we got to end this. And it's like, okay, let's, let's try to wrap this up. Let's try to wrap this up. And let's try to wrap this up with T'Challa in the, the spiritual realm with Shuri and, and Pepper and then, him obviously in Wakanda it's um you know one of the things we wanted to talk about was in pretty much each episode um some are more prevalent than others but it's definitely like a like like you said all right rapid you know production time budget whatever um I I am happy for season two since we know there is a season two of this Mm -hmm. um I hope that a lot of these episodes will be continued and maybe brought to an end in a uh in a season two um i think that's pretty i think maybe we'll see that's end but you brought up a good point and we've been talking about this for quite a while with michael b jordan coming back because we have the loophole now of the multiverse um do you think the next time we see michael b jordan killmonder assuming that we will see him on the big screen or or on disney plus as live action um do you believe it's going to be the Killmonger we saw in the original MCU or in this Marvel What If MCU? You know, you know what's funny? Like both of those Killmongers are the same. That that was the real interesting thing to me. It was like Oh both god, they are yeah. literally had the exact same like some and I think the fun message of that is some people, no matter what universe they are, is just gonna be the same. That was like, the other question I wanted to ask change. you. That was the other question I wanted to ask you. Yeah. Were you, I, I kind of came out of that as you saw Dr. Strange, you saw Star Lord, you saw, um, um, you know, Hank Pym in two, really, mm-hmm. you know, you've seen real big changes with them. Killmonger was essentially the same. Were you yeah. okay with that? Or would you wanted to see him kind of like <sighs> turn and be the, 
the good guy per se, or maybe even not in a good guy, kind of like how we talk about um, yeah, like, like an anti-hero, anti right? Like, yeah. where, where, where were you on that? Um, honestly, I feel like Killmonger didn't have enough time to develop as a character. We liked him because his mission, his thought, is kind of like Thanos. He had the right idea. Like, mm -hmm. he wasn't wrong, but what he was, the way he was going about the solution wasn't right. And, and with fine-tuning and a father to teach him the correct ways, he could have probably been a lot better. And I don't think he would have been as lawful as T'Challa, but I think he would have been on more of the side of Wakanda and, uh, and not trying to be an overall ranking, racking power. Because the things that he fought for was against corruptness, though he yeah. was corrupted himself. He was corrupted by the idea of stopping corruption. And um, that was kind of the message that T'Challa gave him in the spirit realm was like, you know, the stuff that haunts you will not only haunt you in real life, but it will haunt you here, you know, type thing. And uh, another Action. another thing, T'Challa sounds, I mean, uh, T'Challa yeah. sounds so sick. Absolutely. He sick and it, it like broke my heart. Uh, he, he tried, man. He, I mean, he did a great job, obviously. But anyway, long story short, yeah, I, I just think that... Um, it just goes to show you the death of a father can really do things. Like when T'Challa oh, yeah. lost his father, he was on that path. And I think that was the whole talk where the sunset was between T'Challa and Killmonger and Black Panther, the movie. Yep. Because he was like, I went down that path of darkness. I, I was there. I understand where you're coming from. You know, he lost yeah. his father and he was going after, he didn't have nothing but vengeance in his eyes. Same thing with uh, with Killmonger, and then for T'Challa to find out that he's been lied to all his life. Yep. You know, and being caught in the middle of it. So it's like, it was interesting seeing T'Chaka alive and how things would have worked out with T'Chaka yeah. being the king still. Um, Shuri seemed younger in this universe. She did um, seem younger because she was also in another episode of What If, right? Yeah. Oh, she was yeah. in the uh, was... she was in the T'Challa episode, the the second. Yeah, the, yeah like she yeah. was a little and bit she older. Was older. Yeah. So that was interesting, but at the same time, understandable. That followed the comics more. So it was interesting how, like, a lot of elements of Wakanda followed the comics with uh, uh, Naomi being on the front line as general, not Okoye. Yeah. You know, and, Okoye and, is just another soldier. And did they bring up, because one of the main pieces was T'Challa's father killing Killmonger's father, the, the uncle. Like, it did was, they, did they bring that up or did I miss that? It, it, it was, was you just had to know that okay you just had to know it okay um because that same interaction was happening it's just that chachaka was there um and killmonger i believe wanted to destroy wakanda at first to, to revenge but then realized that with vibranium and uh um wakanda being the most powerful nation <clears throat> so to speak uh or city of people they, yeah they he he can he can do more from this angle so it's like his his idea got tweaked as it going along um he's, but man, he's pulling the did... pure super villain there like he's he's, yeah. he's everyone is his pawns and instead of like eliminating them right in front of them he's going through and going through and going through yeah stop hitting the There's microphone an <laughs> there and i keep bringing this up and, and, and it's 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 a race thing it's like a lot of times depicted in comic books and uh, animes and stories and MMOs and stuff, or even like TTRPGs, um, African-Americans and black people in general are known as savages. 
Yeah. Um, they depict I mean, them as I savages hate to say it, but yeah, you're absolutely I mean, right, you unfortunately. Back in history where people used to take the biggest and brawliest Africans and make the Mandingo warriors, right? Yeah. And they fight each other to the death for money out of the pleasure of the slave owner masters. It's always been that kind of like tutelage going down. It just got watered down. But I really love how Mon Marvel really paid homage to Killmonger and really made him super intelligent. And he played yeah. that suit of ignorance to these people of non-color, so to speak, to the point of, I'm just a soldier, a tool, a weapon, but yeah. he was so much more. Yep. And he, he flipped the story and played them as his pawns while acting as a pawn in itself and ended up almost tricking the, one of the smartest men in the business, right? So it's just like... Tony Stark has the knack of knowing things, finding things out. Yep. But Killmonger has the knack of covering his steps and thinking 14 steps ahead instead of two or three. And I think that I, I fell in love with the idea of Killmonger even more yep. because, damn, they did a really good justice to showing that Wakanda's not... I mean, you know, the the the, the outside looking in is like, oh, yeah, Wakanda is uh, it's a great powerful technologically advanced nation and you know it's in africa and everybody doubts that because it's in africa you know and it's like they're well country shit people running around chasing d you know animals with spears and shit that's what they think yeah and that's the overall like oh okay yeah that's cool but the real underlying cool small thread that that pulls together the, the with uh, being pulled by the needle is the fact that killmonger has been planning since he was a kid and was yeah. flawlessly executing stuff, you know, and, and, and it was it's just so nice. And you did not get that same feeling. You did a little bit, but it didn't hit like it hit this time. in what if that didn't hit in Wakanda? Because we didn't have enough time yeah. for it to hit. We only had two hours and 30 minutes of that movie. And it was mostly about T'Challa. So I, I, I just think stuff like that, like showing that Marvel has grown. Yeah. You know, an instance where Stan Lee got fired Tom and fallen for making Spider-Man black, <laughs> you know, from that point all the way to where we are now. Uh, and before, and, and, and every, I believe people can change, you know, some people can't, but oh yeah, you know, Stan Lee's overall thoughts on the matter, you know, he was a man of the sixties and fifties. I mean, that, that time is, was really weird. A lot of people and being where yeah. he is now, where he's like, everyone can wear the mask. It's kind of that same feel with, comes to black panther like anybody yeah. can be the black panther if chosen by boss but what makes you spiritually tapped versus your strength and brute bruteness you mm -hmm. know so it was a really it was a really cool episode to digest and to break apart i just wish it was longer yeah and i really wish i really hope and i'm and i'm pretty certain i really hope wakanda forever is three hours at least um and this is it's definitely not going to be an hour and a half like venom and carnage no. Um, it's, longer, it's, yeah. I, I really hope it's definitely more towards that two thirty, three hour marker because there's yeah. just, you know, especially if we're going to be in Wakanda for a long time and have to deal with, with T'Challa in some facet, um, I, I, you know, I, 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 with, with all the directors in Marvel, especially Ryan Cougar, who did, uh, who did Black Panther one and now Black Panther two, excuse me, Wakanda forever. Um, I have all the faith in the world. That oh, whatever yeah, we yeah. see next year is genius. going to be out of this world. Out of this world. Yeah. You know, it's funny because he even said in an interview, 
people were like, he was. They were like, are you surprised? I don't. It, it, the question wasn't, are you surprised that you did so well? It was like, what do you think the news and media? How did they feel about it or whatever? He's. I remember him saying something like, "She's from Oakland, right? So yeah. people from Oakland talk <laughs> like this, you know." Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, you know, they do a lot of that. And, and a lot of people don't expect when people hear articulation, you know, they are like, oh, you're very well spoken. You speak well. You, you must be some sort of intelligent. That's Ugh. not necessarily the case. You can speak like how the hell you want to speak. But at the end of the day, you could be a genius. And Ryan Coogler has always did hits. His yeah. first move from his first movie to now, it's just that people are now starting seeing him. And I love the fact that he stays true to who he is. Yep. He'll go on stage with his suit and, and some Air Ones, you know? <laughs> he, he, it's just really nice to that. see that. And, and yep. Michael B. Jordan is the same way. And, like, Denzel Washington, who people say is articulate. I mean, the man has always been smart. <laughs> the man has always mm -hmm. spoke clear. Um, you know, he, he feels the same way. So it's, it's like I'm pretty sure he's going to go ham with Wakanda forever. Uh, and the fact that this man goes out to Africa and spends time with different tribes, researches stuff, and, uh, really dives in and then learns and has a spiritual awakening himself for being there, so to speak. Because I remember, I'll never forget when he said that um, they he went with a uh, a uh, a tribe there, him and um, Chadwick Boseman and a couple of his crew. They climbed this, this like this hillside mountain. Wow! And he was like, at the top of the mountain, they had like this thing that was wrapped up, and it was in like these really beautiful garbs. And he was really surprised when he got up to the top, of, and they unwrapped it. And he was like, looking at it, it was a watermelon, and he was just like, why, why is this watermelon wrapped in you know wrapped in these garbs? And they yeah. were like, watermelon is the perfect fruit. So you oh. cherish it, you treat it well. And they were like, what do you mean? They would say, not only does it fill you up, it, it quenches your thirst. Like the elements that's inside the watermelon does more than just taste good, you know, at yeah. the end of the day. So he was, he was explaining that. He was like, damn, never thought about that. Then he said that after they were done with that, they went to a house party, so to speak, a get together. <laughs> and he was like, man, he's like, at that point in time, you you always separate yourself with another country, right? You like you say that things are different. But he said the women were in one room preparing the food. The men was having fun doing stuff on this side of the room. There was it was a cookout, and he was like, "Dude, I'm home because this is literally what we did back at home." So I think that level of understanding really that's why representation is so important in, yeah. in the record roles, right? Because I'm pretty sure Shang Chi had similar experiences where i mean michelle you who's i mean she's a goddess in, in in the film world i'm pretty sure she brought so much in like just seeing like these young kids getting a first chance at being in such a big blockbuster hit that just love martial arts and yeah. then following like the martial arts forever and they and they're seeing their culture being expanded upon that's got to be a crazy feel man you know so yeah, I mean, and, and you, you talk about Michelle Yu, but um, the yeah. fight choreographer, the main fight choreographer, I believe it was. Um, I don't, I don't remember if he passed during filming or if it was, or if he passed after filming before the movie release. But he was on Jackie Chan's staff for like ever. His fight choreographer. Yeah. So I know the connection there for with a lot of people as well. Not only with Michelle Yu, but with, yeah. with, uh, with, with getting these fight scenes created with yeah. a a legend in the industry was was incredible for for all Tons those of part of it yeah legends yeah the uh yep. the mandarin he's he's not big here in the states but 
overseas. He's, he's, he's massive. Mega. Yeah. yeah. He's he's China. He's like China's Denzel Washington, essentially. <laughs> yeah. He's very well known. And this was his first Western film. Yep. I mean, these are like groundbreaking stuff. And like, I, I, I can't stress it enough. I, I feel like if DC or if Image Comics, when they make Spawn or whatever, if they do tap into those realms of like getting so much representation, just such a powerful pill right now because people are hurting from the things of the world. Like you, you start putting these power roles in here. Success is, is almost guaranteed no matter what, you know, people are come out and Mulan. You could look at Mulan, right. And like, even Mulan, I don't think Mulan was the best movie at all, Yeah. Uh, but those stars being in it and having so many, they told the, the reason why it wasn't a hit here is because they told the Chinese version of Mulan. A lot yeah. of our versions of Disney stuff, have been completely watered down or changed depending on you know what they think that Americans like to see but that Mulan was the Chinese version and we really didn't understand it and it was a it had its beauty in its own it was the you know how they float across the platforms yeah. you know the old school like wired work and stuff that is a mythological uh, a wuxia feel that china gives to all their dra dramas and their yep. old school mythical things and we just couldn't handle it. it it was it was like the pure ignorance of it all we, we were ignorant to the point of the fact of it you know so it's it's very interesting seeing these worlds blend man and uh i just really happy that marvel the biggest might as well say the biggest cinematic universe really in the world is. right now it really is um is really opening doors to having these because you got to think about it We're like damn you know is the western audience we have the biggest cinematic universe in the world right now we have the biggest money makers across the whole world why can't can anybody else get their cake and eat it now you mean most of our actors are british <laughs> you know we haven't we have lots of representation across the board people that have been in the business for a long time doing yeah. well that just never been noticed is starting to be noticed yeah um and, then, and now the involvement is spreading to video games, voice acting, uh, music, musical scores. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a big deal, man. If you sung and you got your song on damn MCU. Oh, it's it's game on for you. It's, right. it's game on for you. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. You're, you're, you're absolutely right. It, I would, I would, I mean, what is it? Marvel, as of right now, puts out three mm. to four films a year, give or take. That's the, I'm even throwing Spider-Man in there, three to four films, because I know that's still Sony or whatever. Mm. I would, I would bet something <laughs> that that those four films that come out each year, Marvel itself, not Disney, not the Mouse, not anything else, Marvel itself mm. makes more than Warner Brothers, makes more than oh. any of these other companies that put out yeah. 20, 30, 40 films a year. Now I know these past two years specifically have been different. So if you take next year or the future year into it, I mean, Marvel's Marvel is literally on another level. And if you can get yeah. on board on it as something as, you know, your music, uh, now obviously going into video games, getting your voice in there, hell, even as an NPC, right? Like yeah. you're you're setting yourself up or you're making Names it credits, like that. Bro. It's IMDB. If you're in the credits for just coughing in the background, like <laughs> That's IMDb credit. Like it's literally down to the point now mm -hmm. where Marvel can. This is the next step. Disney and Marvel builds theaters across the nation that are Marvel centric. That has you go inside and you can purchase Marvel stuff. You can you can have their signings. 
They do premieres at these theaters. Uh, you pay extra to go in there. I think we kind of hit on this the other day about the museum stylized cinematic thing. There's so much money to be had that they could do if pandemic wasn't around. Um, but yeah, I, I just think it's 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 to a point now where all, only the movies you want to watch are Marvel Cinematic. It's I mean movies Dune is and out TV, there movies and TV. Soon. Yeah, Dune is coming out there soon. Um, but the the hype is, I mean, I've seen I've seen more about Zendaya in in Spider Man than I ever seen about Dune. Yeah, and she's in it. She's a main character. Like I don't know. Actually, uh, that, that's, expected, that's... But it wasn't bad for me. Yeah, Mulan was dope. dope. It, it was just weird uh, yeah. for us. You know, Marvel definitely a career maker. Yep. Now, one of the good Marvel uh, role song and you are pretty much made. Yep, that's it. Agreed plan. You just need Agreed. that credit, man. That's it. It's just a, the word Marvel just stirs people up. Yeah, mm. and it's going to be interesting with the next couple of years look like with it because you're they're expanding their universe. They're expanding their touch mm. with their actors. They're grabbing people mm. now that are part of... um you know, uh, TV per, per Disney plus and bringing them out there. Like Haley Seinfeld's a reg, a, a, already a big actress in, in a bunch of other roles before, but yeah. this is probably going to be her biggest and it's probably going to oh, lead yeah. into crazier things. And you've now seen Sebastian Stan, even though he's done things before mm-hmm. uh, Marvel, he's now hitting a stride going on to different, like he's playing Tommy Lee in a biopic with, uh, for, for him and Pamela Anderson. Um, and he's going to be rolling into, um, you know, bigger things as well. Anthony Mackie, the, the news the other day. I don't know how they're going to do this, but speaking of video game news, Anthony Mackie, uh, uh, Falcon, a.k.a. New Captain America, he's he's playing the lead actor in a Twisted Metal TV series that's coming out. Yeah. A, how the hell are you doing that? And B, that's interesting. Like, he was already a, a pretty big actor, but now you're just going to see his name, like, start popping Dude, up everywhere. That's what I say. Right time, you know, uh, right right moment, right time. I'm pretty sure people notice Anthony Mackie during the movies of Marvel. Yeah. Like Marvel Cinematic Movies as Falcon. But it was when he got his own, when he's lead role, people are like, okay, so Anthony Mackie can yeah, play a lead there. role. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. You know, he can do it. He, don't, he doesn't need Chris Evans you know, there to boost him along, he can actually do this by himself. Yeah. And 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 people watching that, they just eat it alive and directors are just writing down names left and right, throwing it to their casting agencies and saying, yo, we need to cast this man, give him whatever he wants situations. Yeah. And that's when you're on board. Because I don't see Anthony Mackie saying, Twisted Metal, yeah. You know, I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure that check was like he was like, Yeah. That yeah. contract looking nice. Um can we add another zero to that? Sure, Anthony. You know, because they know damn good and well people are going to watch it. So it's just like, it's it's the smartest thing. And, you know, I, I, I don't know, man. It's It gives me a little bit of hope about video game adaptations into movies. Um, and I hope they I hope they continue to go that route. I really want to see live-action anime movies uh, as well. Uh, I, I think, I don't understand how those don't do well. I don't understand how The Last Airbender wasn't, with, with Shang-Chi... How it was, in it was, world it was wrong. Airbender not gonna be. I mean, they're coming out with TV series, live action TV so, series. Yeah, but 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 look at I'm the like, difference. Look at the difference. It was M Night Shyamalan. Right. This was what ten years ago, seven years right. ago. Well, I'm like, talking about this one coming up. Oh, like, this one should. This one should. In my opinion, hopefully it does justice. But then again, they can say it doesn't have Marvel directors behind it and like uh, like Marvel animators and shit like that. So maybe that's the case. 
But I, I'm just like, the, with all the CG that we can do, like, man, I'll never forget Captain, uh, uh, excuse me, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Wow, boy. Yeah. Like, that, the CG and the green screening behind that was flawless. Like, god damn. Yeah, I mean, that last yeah. episode when he falls into the, or gets knocked, I forget which one was, into the water with the lights and then he jets back yeah. out. I mean, yeah. it's, uh, Marvel just does an incredible job and we already know what a slate looks like for Disney Plus and movie-wise, at least Disney Plus-wise for the next five months, give or take. We don't really know anything after that. We do know that there's a couple of two seasons coming out there, you know, Movie-wise, we know essentially what the next three years are. We technically know what the next four years are, excuse me, though at a certain point we don't know what movies. They do have things slated. Um, as per last week, they already slated another four movies for 2024, I believe it was. Um, so it, it's... <sighs> Keep an eye in November for Disney+. Plus. You know, next month, next month we have the DC fandom, which we're going to hear more video game, more mm -hmm. TV and mm -hmm. more movie information about what's going on for, for DC, the Batman, you know, Gotham Knights, Rock Cities, you know, uh, uh, Suicide Squad killed the Justice League so much more. Even even Harry Potter, I'm kind of excited for. I think that may be a part of it. I don't know. But uh, the one year anniversary for Disney Plus comes in November. So. Star Wars has been really quiet. I think we're going to be hit with a lot of Star Wars stuff, information um, for Disney Plus, mm, but mm -hmm. but I think we're going to really now that we're 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 Shang-Chi is doing really well both critically and in the box office. Eternals is starting to hit the reviews of the one screening of Carnage and Venom. People are really enjoying it for the most part. Um um Venom let there be Carnage, excuse me. I think we're going to hear, actually, as much as a lot of Star Wars news I think we're going to hear, I think we're going to hear a lot of, uh, not a lot, but I think we're going to get at least two to three big hitters for Disney Plus in um, uh, in November. Uh, because outside of Hawkeye, we know that there's the, we do know there's a bunch of other things, but I'm, I'm thinking there's going to be trailers. I think there's going to be even more shows announced after Secret Wars and, Iron, and Armor Wars and all these other things. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, um, funny thing you brought up. I'm gonna go back with it. Uh, I, I honestly think Marvel's gonna start dipping into Star Wars. I I think Disney huh? Marvel is going to start pulling a lot of resources to add to Star Wars because High Republic is a Marvel comic. Okay. What if the Russo brothers <laughs> what did a goddamn Star Wars movie? Oh, hells yeah. <laughs> you know, Give like, it to me now. That's what I'm looking forward to. <laughs> That shit would have so much action in it. What I mean, it, it's to me, it's the fresh take on. I know Lucas Films is back and all that. Lucas Games is back. I mean, they can still be a part of it. But man, you get the Russo brothers on some High Republic. You pull some Marvel resources for the for the animator animation teams and stuff, and you bring some really amazing talent in. Half the people from Shang Chi, especially because there's a lot of Asian descent in Star Wars. Like oh tons. yeah. Um. You bring that into play and just like even Samuel Jackson, bring his ass back. Like, and I, you know, I don't know, you can't have him. This is a, this high republic is different, but still, oh uh, you God. bring it, you bring back, so you bring some killer, some killer talent in there. I mean, shit, even like Wesley Snipes or anybody like that, bring in some old heads, man. You got a whole universe that you could play with. And then Marvel, Marvel's aka Disney, Lucasfilms, or whatever, they all get together and they just make a whole new universe from scratch. Um, with the high-end action that you get from Marvel, 
they'll take over the world man like star wars that that ip deserves oh yeah the like people like russo brothers in my opinion they oh, yeah. deserve that type of level of direction um i mean it shows resources. it shows with the mandalorian i mean even though yeah. the mandalorian was still in the skywalker era and obviously dealt with a lot of as you know skywalker stuff the um the 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 need and the feel and the hype and the bigness of star wars even after episode um nine excuse me math um even after debacle with with eight and nine even though i enjoyed the movie say what it is um i get it right it, there is still that that want and that need and that seeing Ahsoka and them talking about yeah. the, the 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 canon that people want from Clone Wars and everything. Even the Bad Batch people loved and it was great. I hope I I, I believe that they all talk. Obviously, you know Kevin Feige and and was it Kathleen or Cat? It's Kathleen Kennedy, right? You know yeah. they're at the head. George George Lucas, for yeah. as much as everyone wants to say, like he's out. You know they're talking, and and Kathleen has to have seen what was going right with with Marvel in the movies. Is like, and, and I hope, I pray, picking Kevin's brain, and Kevin was also picking the brain of Kathleen with the Mandalorian season one, and that's why we are where we are with the the Marvel mm-hmm. MCU and Disney Plus, and with that, this the huge success of getting out now three massive titles. I hope that Star Wars is seeing what Marvel is doing, and like you said. Yeah. Okay, I know we got Colin Trevor, I think, creating yeah. this whole new lore, you know, years and different galaxies past um the Skywalker saga, but just just get down, write, take the High Republic, bring it to TV, bring it to movies. You know, it's Star Wars is it's it's there you, you could literally do whatever you want with Star Wars. Yeah, it's a name. Like, just that just get get Russo brothers, yeah. get writers together, um, get the, the, the Shang-Chi writers together, whoever it is, sit down and just say, Okay, you have carte blanche, create your Star Wars story, which we're kind of seeing with visions in what four days or yeah. the twenty second, yeah. whatever it was. Visions like, apparently like, um, is godlike. So. I'm, I'm, I, I want to see that. I, I, yeah. if, if you Nothing do that, you, you have to. And maybe they're just working their way up to it, right? Like we're getting the acolytes, which is something very, yeah. very different than Star Wars. Like we're starting to see those different things. We're getting um, what is that other show? Star Wars coming out. The guy from uh, um, Rogue One, Andor. We're getting Andor. So like yeah. we're we're they're a little bit slower even though they started it they're a little bit slower than Marvel to kind of ramp up and get there but I think mm. we're on we're on a precipice of something <laughs> and it gets yeah, really I, exciting I, you know it's it's almost people complain up, about Silent? the movies so much but they that was the only thing it. because that was it the still only made thing a ton of money in a box office right up to up to really Mandalorian. Cause you could, I mean, Cl- Clone Wars is great. Like you only had that for Star Wars. For Marvel, they started something different. Even you could even say the X Men movies and the Spider Man movies. It was, it's Marvel characters, right? For Star mm-hmm. Wars, you literally only had those movies, and that was it. Mm-hmm. And there was such massive gaps between four, five, six, one, two, and three, yeah, and, and then, then seven, eight, and nine. Well no, you know? no, they and didn't. They included the old ones is is a part of it. So it's like given given the technology where it is today and given how many people are invested in star wars now um yeah it's it's almost a go it's a button yeah. push at the end of the day i mean 
you can just say Star Wars and people leak ooze like you know love yeah and especially me because I I feel I believe the old Republic did not get its justice in like to, this modern day crap where you're in between like Jedi's being there and not being there and the Sith being there and not being there that's boring bro like nobody wants to sit there about and learn about politics for the past two or three <laughs> hours and see people have issues fighting the dark side and light side mentally like we want to see all out war Dude, I, I yeah. would for a scene of seeing a bunch of Jedis running towards a bunch of Sith and they both just fucking, they going ham. Like that, right? that's the type of stuff. We the get that. on Republic City by uh, General, um, uh, not Corgus, uh, not Bane. I forgot his name. Um, but anyway, Old Republic, where they attacked the temple and the Sith won? Like, that I want to see that in the movie so bad. Uh, the Old Republic video game has the cutscenes for it and everything. And yeah, right. Like books. I was, I was just about to say that. Like you get yeah. that with with the cinematics from what Bioware did with the Old Republic, right? Like you yeah. got those 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 things that you've wanted to see in movies, but it was it was a cutscene. It wasn't it wasn't drawn yeah. out. Like you want to see and that those you, things, man. Those oh. Whoever is animating those cutscenes, oh yeah, Old Republic, uh, you, you guys are good. <laughs> like <laughs> you made me return every time I look at a cutscene. God dang! But like it's just so it's just just so much there. Like, let me tell you right now, if they announced a Origin of Bane movie, it'd be game over. That movie would sell just from the title before the movie even came. Like people would just be like, "Yep, on it, do it justice." Oh on it. yeah, it'll have a lot. Oh to live up yeah, to. but if they had a, a like the origin of the Sith and make it about Bane, it'd be just it'd be game over. It just, just happened. So I hope High Republic gets its due justice. I think it will. I think High Republic won't see the light of a movie probably for another five years. Um, honestly, because it's like they kind of got to build up on the high republic it's still in its infancy yeah. i feel and and you know people are loving the comics but it's like they just still got to build on that world a year you know? now give or take high republic or even oh, less than that how yeah, long is the high about, republic yeah, about, about a yeah, year about a year give or take i mean you know you got if you talk about the planning and development yeah. of that probably over a year now um but yeah it's 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 there but anyway I don't know. We can only hope. Uh, I, I just think that Marvel has a really good, fantastic, whoever's doing the casting, uh, you know, casting direction and overall directors and how well they come together and they can fish out ideas and how Kevin Feige, the biggest word, trust his crew of directors and people. He just gives projects to them and let them fly with it. That to me, that's just probably you're you're at the peak of your design at that point. And now it's just the sky's the limit. So um, and I feel I feel DC is going to get there with uh with uh, Gunn, with James Gunn there, yep. uh, they may, he may not want to do movies, but that's not saying that he won't do movies. Um, I just feel that giving people trusting your directors and letting them have, you know, their own creative juices flow yep. is is literally the key right now. Um, I mean, we we haven't seen it yet, but now essentially the two latest DC movies that are going to uh, that have come out and will be coming out next with with James Gunn, James Gunn and the Suicide Squad and uh Matt Reeves's Bat the Batman um they're both directors are are taking their vision on the big screen and now they're mm -hmm. taking aspects of it specifically uh John Cena's peace yeah is it peacemaker or uh, peacekeeper yeah. i keep on messing it up peacekeeper Peace, i think peacekeeper, yeah, peacekeeper. no mm -hmm. peacekeeper's apex legends right the shotgun so it's peacemaker, uh, peacemaker. anyway john cena's character no, i think it's Pe 
Uh, hey Google, <laughs> John Cena, peace peacemaker. Okay, peacemaker. peacemaker. Okay. okay, so they're taking that. They're giving him reins and going into TV. And Matt Reeves is doing the same thing with Batman. You're not getting okay. We just want to do this. We just want to try to make money. We just want to do whatever. Hopefully, like you said, it, it's starting that because now we're seeing it with with a not so massive franchise with with a massive director with James Gunn and the Suicide Squad. And now we're seeing it with Batman taking a visionary director, taking him from movies and trying to continue his story in TV. And I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope, like you said, they learn from it and just say, go with it. Because I think that will go a long way with not just the characters, but the fans as well. Because, uh, you know, every week we bash DC, but it's, it's true. It's true. So I hope I, mean, uh, I, I hope they keep we going with bashing it. to being hopeful for them. I mean, I think yeah. James Gunn really did bring a light to DC. Uh, that it's, it's like a little spark of hope. It's not that light that's going to light the whole <laughs> dark area. It's kind of like that little match that you see. It's like a glimmer of hope. Um, yeah. If they stay true to giving James Gunn the reins to do whatever he wants, then I think they have a very successful. Now, I'm not saying that James Gunn can do every movie. He definitely has a certain style that works with Suicide Squad specifically. Um, yeah, those... I mean, I'm, you know, yeah, I don't really see him doing a very serious dark film of like Batman, you know, no. or anything like that. But you know, we'll see. Who would um, who but, would I yeah. want to see James Gunn direct? I mean, we got. I would probably say Aquaman first, but I do like James Wan's uh, Aquaman. It's interesting to see what he's going to do with the next one because he had the self suit. It looks Flash, pretty good. Bro, that's up and down, James <sighs> yeah. Gunn. Like Flash is about quirky, dumb. Yeah. you know it's, it's like all that stuff that james gunn does very well um and i think i mean the flash is not a pg-13 type thing that I, oh. I, that they just keep giving him he's not a kid that just is in a candy shop because he got speed powers you know um, i mean so his, I think his, can do something. his backstory is essentially just as dark as batman's yeah. right like oh, it's yeah, it's, yeah. it's wild. seeing his 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 mother killed in front of him same thing really as batman murdered, yeah. <laughs> his father falsely accused and having to deal with that yeah. and seeing something that no one believed like it's the, the flash can get dark i know barry allen is a little bit more depending on which way you look at it as a quirky character right but he's that uh might just be his way to deal with yeah it's just his his, his thing and have you know james gunn yeah. taking on it would be pretty cool but like i don't know i can't think of another dc character i probably have to go into like crazy but because he's so good with with multiple people i'd actually love to see him bring bring on the titans onto the big screen see because there's he's so good with that big casts and and going back and forth and i would actually that would actually be really interesting i know they got the show titans which is a pretty good show especially the last uh the last episode and this past season is is pretty interesting gets dark and gritty like you kind of want to see in gotham but um Mm -hmm. seeing it on a big screen with gun would actually be really uh really interesting hmm yeah, well, but um, um, Matrix. I mean, just to throw it in there, Matrix was announced. Um, you know, Keanu Reeves is coming back. I mean, Matrix is comic related. Yeah, um, they have Matrix comics. Um, Keanu Reeves is back, and he's not cutting his hair or shaving. So that was weird. Um, essentially, it just looks like uh, what's his face? Uh, John, John Wick, Wick, which yeah. is comic related. Uh, you know, which is comic origin or originated a comic, right? Yeah, it's comic first, I believe, and then they moved it into adaptations. But John Wick, yeah, no, John Wick. so John really? Wick is loosely based on actual an actual individual. Like the the there are certain they they dove into this underworld. Um, actually, here in New York, it's based on too. 
Um, oh, there, really? there is, there is, the, there was this underworld and like the, specifically the scene, remember in John, John Wick one or John Wick, whatever you want to call it, where, where, uh, the police officer knocks on the door. So, uh, you walk, you're working again, John, that like actually happened. Then they took that idea and expanded on it. Like there is, mm, there was that type mm. of underworld. Like you really got to look into it. I don't know the, I remember looking into it when the first came out and I read it, I was like, holy shit, this is actually real. Um, not the whole movie, obviously, with well, the Continental obviously. and everything, but, um, though, fun fact, after New York Comic Con 20, I think it was 2016 or 2017, I went to the, it's a steak restaurant, a really fancy steak restaurant, where the Continental is kind of the outside based off of shot, and walking up to it, dude, just like, the geek inside of me, I was like, I'm John Wick, I gotta wear a suit, like, it was the coolest, it was the coolest experience ever walking into it, and then the doors open, it's a steak restaurant, I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> but uh yeah there is there is a loosely based individual world that that's based on and it's all based on um the, the storytelling of that actually happening where the cop knocked on this person john wick's door and said hey uh you working again john with with all this stuff happening around it which is absolutely wild to think of um oh, that's interesting i always thought it was uh built off of like comic and story yeah oh, that's interesting uh, but speaking of comics, speaking of story, and speaking of DC, one of the things that we wanted to talk about this week, which we kind of talked about last week, was Webtoons. Um, yeah. Speaking of Webtoons, uh, hot off the presses uh, the other day, actually. Um, Webtoons, I'm just going to read the, the header here from uh, CBR.com. Webtoons, Wayne Family Adventures, DC, Wayne, Batman, surpasses DC's Batman comics. DC's new webtube series, Batman, yeah. Wayne Family Adventures, accumulates more readers than Batman, Detective Comics, and Urban Legends combined. Yeah. That's no surprise. Oh, my God, really no man. Because first of all, the writing of Batman went down the drain, um, unfortunately. It, it just became very rinse and repeat. Uh, also, you, you introduce any kind of anime elements to a story like Batman and you have a whole different twist on it and you have a wider audience uh, in Webtoons. People just browse that all day versus browsing, you know, DC Comics or yeah. Marvel Comics all day. So uh, that to me is like a given um, digital market is just ridiculous anyway. So that's going to just give an overall advantage to it. But no, I heard, I heard, I heard the writing and the and everything was just like really good. Um, I haven't really dived into it myself. Yeah, I mean, but, um, we we talked about this last week. How big Webtoons is, how many subscribers it has. You know, when is the first big crossover going to happen? Where where they're going to be taking these these writers from these Webtoons Webtoons are bringing out because it's having more success than just about anything out of there. And this may be, this is, at least in my mind, the first instance where we may start seeing that coming through. Because, I mean, you're talking about um, almost 600,000 copies sold compared to like 50,000, 60,000, 70,000. I mean, it's it's like not even close how big this latest series and run on Webtoons mm -hmm. is compared to it. And... I'm um, just trying to find the writers of it, which I can't find right now based on this article, but it's in a it's in a couple of other articles. But yeah, I mean, I mean go ahead. Just look at it. Like 72 million active monthly users, mm -hmm. right? I think it was like roughly around 72 yep. million, something like that. It's there. You have the, the, the option of discoverability is 
huge. Then on top of that, it's not your average everyday I'm Batman type yeah. thing, right? It's it's looking in a like I tell you like this. Funny enough, the reason why big stars get into Instagram and not Twitter is because a Twitter is known for drama. You know, yeah. it's like that. It's <laughs> very true. But Instagram offers a different way of life. You get to see behind the scenes of these big actors, right? And that's stuff that we're very interested in because it's not what we get to see every day. This book, apparently, the, the premise is you get to live in the live, you get to see the lives of the everyday uh, anti or what do you go, vigilante yeah. being who they are in the Wayne Manor. Like, it's just like you, it's, it's not that go out and punch a person to their unconscious type shit. It's more <laughs> of. How does it feel to be Robin? And how does it feel to have everyone else call Robin? And like living up to Batman name, or how does it feel to be the son of Batman? You know, it's like it's like these things that people get to hit on, the, the emphasizing everyday lives of heroes at the end of the day. And it's something that you don't really get to see much. And it's just that same fantasy of seeing Robert Downey Jr. on a farm messing with God knows what he's doing out there in his large acres. It's, it seems like a boring statement, but it's interesting. And, and I think that's, that's such an interesting way to, to take characters that are so ingrained and, and rooted, you know, for so long and then like uprooting them and giving them a, a different soil, so to speak, uh, to, to, to lay in. And everybody's like, oh, my God, I really want to know what Batgirl goes through every day as a teenager that's going through hormones who likes older men you know I don't yeah know. oh jesus so it's it's, yep. it's just an interesting focus uh, i think it's really cool i don't know yeah i mean and this is a partnership that's going to last for a while it looks like and obviously with the success success of this you know obviously batman is the biggest draw for dc um <clears throat> you know outside of outside of spider-man obviously um this is probably the the biggest superhero most widely known superhero out there um it's going to be interesting to see what comes what comes next. I mean, if you guys wanted to go check it out, it is called Batman Wayne Family Adventures. Uh, it's the first collaboration between DC and Webtoons. Um, it's launched already on September 8th with three episodes, and it gained over 500,000 subscribers in, mm. in, in a couple of days, where the most recent runs, this is exact quote from CBR once again, the most recent monthly reports for Batman Detective Comics and Urban Legends Show the book selling roughly 53, 44, and 125. Like, not even... Yeah, not even close. The last time Batman title sold 500,000 units was in 2019 with Detective Comics 1000. That's... Webtoons is here, chat. Webtoons is here. Whether it's for manga, whether it's for anime, whether it's just looking for interesting, unique stories, um, web Webtoons is where it's at. Webtoons yep. is where it's yeah. at. I see a... Yeah, and we were, we were talking about Damian Wayne so much and how people love Damian, but oh, he yeah. just never gets justice. And apparently they're doing justice to Damian Wayne. You get to see that mental breakdown of him in these books and, and like the darker essential, the dark side of Damian Wayne explained, which they never did before. They just kind of made it where he had a dad complex. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and that sucked because it was, he was so much more than that. Um, think yeah, the about knowing... 
how is it me, a kid that's growing up in the in, in League of Assassins, Rachel Ghoul as your grandfather, uh, you know, and being taught everything of an assassin to only come spend a weekend with your dad who's no longer with your mom, yeah. who tells you that killing is wrong we while have you one. watch him beat the crap out of somebody unconscious. Like, how do you live with yourself? I think, um, <laughs> I the think... the contradiction of a oh family. Oh, my God. Guy, yeah, you see... Know? It, if there's a uh, I forget which one it is like this is why I love DC animation so much more than anything else but like exactly what you said is what happens like there's a scene in one of the DC animations and it's a Batman Damian Wayne League of Assassins uh, like mm. hour and a half movie which is fantastic I can't remember the name where he literally says that he goes like Damian Wayne looks at him he goes so I can't kill movie. but you could beat the shit out of somebody yeah <laughs> like he yeah, goes Damian's like he says like, that what? and I loved it it was You're awesome such a contradiction dad yep yep, yep. And, and you know and then he has to deal with the fact that Batman took on the other Robin at, uh, more of the son then you have to deal with that you treat yeah. this dude more Dick of the son than yep. you me yep like man I would love to see what's going on in his head yeah you know, that so would be that I would be that's awesome why these webtoons are doing so well like and that's just one character think about uh who's nightwing dick grayson yeah think about dick grayson how messed up he is oh my god think about red hood and oh, let's oh just yeah go his route it, that dude is just whew, so the mark <laughs> web webtoons to be subscribed to a series to get new episodes how much is it is it does it vary or is it just like a know. generic price uh, i can look this up because um, how much I've, how much are comic books nowadays uh about 10 10 10 12 bucks depending on the book it's like 11.99 i believe for for like fresh releases and 7.99 for releases that are over a month old maybe yeah is that digital uh, or print no i'm thinking about print uh, comic books are 12 dollars yeah dude it depends on it depends on the comic book and like okay really, like spider-man comics can range you really high dude yeah God damn. I didn't realize comic yeah, books are yeah. still that. It, it depends. Like I said, it depends on the issue and stuff like that. Yeah, like, of course. I, I have spent some dollars. I, that's why I buy volumes because I'm just like, I get more bang for my buck. Uh, I mean, I don't see any subscription at all. Um, looking on Webtoons right now for a subscription. Most of it's for all this stuff is free. I think it's just readers. I think it might just be free. But you're six months mm. behind. Well, I mean, if you stay in like that that um that realm, would I guess that kind of makes sense too? If you're being cost efficient and you want to get to it, you're still getting it. You're just yeah. Webtoon does time unlocked, huh? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't look like it's a subscription. So the funny thing about it is, I know. Uh, oh yeah, here's a subscription right here. So you Hold pay on. to read stuff or wait a week. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like Crunchyroll at the end of the day. Okay, makes sense. Yeah, uh, but I do know that these people make money though, like the, oh, the yeah. artists. But that I don't, I don't even think they get paid enough to be honest, because like a lot goes into these episodes. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Why is that coming up on my screen? Go away, go away! What the heck is going on oh, right now? Oh, that's the bottom, the taskbar. It's like your taskbar news, maybe. Sorry, that's yeah. Why like. can't I get rid of it though? It's the three right click it at the bottom, and you there taskbar. we go. No. Okay, go away. Thank you. Sorry okay. about that. Oh, it's back again. All right. All right, there you go. Sorry about right. that. Nah, it pops. If you hover your mouse over, it pops up. It's I'm... annoying. Delete. Um, also, uh, for for for, I mean, granted, we didn't see none here, but honestly, for your stream, make sure you disable that because it does show your location. Oh, that's great. Yep, that's gotta go. Yeah. Yay! All right. Yeah. Thank you, Windows. <laughs> Thank you.
Microsoft, GG's. <laughs> yeah, oh, I guess they don't fake about streaming computers anymore, uh, or anybody. Uh, yeah, I had a Windows update yeah. yesterday. I'm just waiting to find what's wrong. So I'm surprised everything went off without a hitch this morning for streaming mm -hmm. with you. So yeah. <laughs> it's per issue on Webtoons. Yeah, it's 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 really nice. I mean, Windows. I see for Webtoons and, and like Crunchyroll and stuff like that. I I I don't even question. I immediately just pay for the subscription because you're getting so much for like the little bit of money that you mm -hmm. give, and it just keeps the website alive and keeps growing. That's dope. Um, yeah. Well, uh, Spider-Man, more Spider-Man news. I mean, it's not nothing that's too big. I mean, Tom Holland's training really, 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 really hard. He's looking great, man. He's putting on some weight. He's getting some muscle. Um, you know, he's, he's all about being lean and, 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 and uh, athletic, and keep, he's doing a lot of cardio stuff. We saw, like, a little snippet of him boxing. Ooh, um, that snippet was, was, he yeah. was, he, he's, a he, he's a speedy guy out there, man. Damn. Yeah. He was One thing popping I know about Tom those bags. He's one of those guys that really, really want to do well. Like, I, I think he's very hard on himself. And um, you could just tell, even from, like, tricking and parkour and stuff like that, he, like, really goes really hard in it. Um, mm -hmm. That's a really good thing to have when you're young. But uh, he is, when he is his 30s, I hope he slows down a little bit because, I mean, your bones don't work like that no more. But um, <laughs> he's doing a really good job at keeping up. Um, with himself and and taking the roles seriously uh it almost makes me feel very i smile a little bit because i'm like all right we already know that spider-man is done filming <laughs> yeah what i mean training for right that, that <laughs> was i was just dude i was just about to say that it's like what yeah. what is next right now right like you yeah technically as soon as this film is over with you're done with marvel yeah, so, he's just going what, on tour. so what do you got for tour i don't know I mean, Zendaya, uh, that beautiful archon of a woman, probably keeps him active uh, <laughs> to be to be getting his getting his swole on, you know, trying to keep that interest level up. I mean, I don't think Zendaya is that, um, you know, shot. She's not shallow, but let's just be real. Uh, you know, I mean, you having a beautiful woman at your side and an image that goes a mile, being Spider Man, one of the biggest superheroes in the in in the whole universe, so to speak. Yeah, uh, you want to keep your image up. So I I feel him on that. I honestly feel him on that. But I honestly think that there's more in the future. I'm probably in negotiations right now with Disney, Marvel, and 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 uh and Sony, and pretty sure they're laying it on the table right now. If Disney loves Russo brothers, Kevin Feige, pretty much everybody at the table of Marvel loves Tom Holland like their own son um they're gonna take care of that guy no matter what so i really hope disney just coughs up billions of dollars get spider-man and just be done with it save us save our universe because yeah. carnage looks like shit um but did you i mean i brought it off brought it up briefly so two things i wouldn't be surprised if they pull a captain america where as soon as the movie releases you'll hear about a contract extension or something like that whether it's through marvel or sony uh for for him um for Tom to, to reprise Spider-Man for another three to five films or whatever it is. I think it's going to come down um, to Tom saying, I don't be spider I won't be Spider-Man if it's not yeah. with Marvel. I mean, essentially he did that already. So it's kind of yeah. like, if he has that power, he can do it again. Um, there was an interview and I felt so bad for Andrew Garfield because <laughs> no matter what movie this dude is in, <laughs> he, it always goes back to Spider-Man, how he got dumped. Yeah. Um, so he was in the interview not too long ago and they were talking about the, that movie he was in, The uh, Quiet Place, I think, or something. Quiet Place Two, maybe. I don't. I can't remember what movie no, he was in. He was it's in. some about Quiet Silence, I think it's called, or some thriller movie he's in. And it, the last question of the interview was like, "Yeah, um, we, oh, we heard Kimmel, that Tom yeah. Holland wants to talk to you." 
uh, you know, about being Spider-Man. He was like, talk to me. Like, he was like, this dude's living his best life right. as Spider-Man. Like, yep. I got dumped. I need to talk to him. You know, essentially, I could just see it all in his face. He was just like, oh, Thomas, we, we, we talked once or twice before. He's like, he's a good chap. He's going to do really good. Like, I, he doesn't, he's like, I'm, I'm all for talking, but I have nothing to give. Like, Tom, he's a bigger star than me. I mean, he's essentially yeah. like, why are we talking about this? It I was so uh, bad for Andrew Garfield. Man. I think it was, it was it was Jimmy Fallon, right? It wasn't Jimmy. It was, no, it was, it was some other was British Jimmy... dude. Oh, Graham Norton. Interviewed him. I, I yeah, maybe. I, I well, I because there's a reason why I'm saying it was either Jimmy Kimmel it was, it was or, recently. or yeah, Jimmy Fallon. One of the one of the uh, not Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, one of the two had the interview with him and they asked him about Spider-Man, you know, there's rumors going around, there's videos, there's pictures, yada, yada, yada. And he had to debunk everything. And, um, yep. you know, he said, you know, I have nothing to say. I'm not in it. It's him. He got dumped in. And it's funny. Like I went back and I was, I was, I was thinking about it and I was like, he was actually pretty good. I liked his take on Spider-Man. I didn't like his take on Peter Parker, like the emo, like, yeah. I didn't like that, but the corny kind of like, he did I liked him as Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. I think it was just bad writing was and just too much, too yeah. dark. Of literally, if you go back and watch the movies, it's always dark. Like Spider Man, like you, it, the, the contrast and everything. It's just it's it it's a Gotham. hard to watch visually. It was like Gotham. Yeah. You know how Gotham yeah. is always gray and yep. black and blue. Yeah. That's anyway. what it was. He can't do that with Spider Man. Yeah. So, Tobey Maguire. Oh, they did. Was a good Peter Parker. Andrew, Gar Andrew Garfield was a decent Spider-Man. Tom Holland's the best of both worlds. Yes. That's how I look at it. So it's like Tony McGuire was missing the Spider-Man part. You know? Andrew Garfield playing as Spider-Man. It could all be the writing. But yeah. when he's when he was fighting uh, Lizard in the library and he was talking shit while fighting him, that <laughs> was the Peter Parker that I'm like, okay, this is Spider-Man that I know. Is that he's always talking? He even makes yeah. the in the comic books. Even like people can't stand him. They were like one of his biggest weapons is that he talks too much. <laughs> like, yeah, so, right. Literally what villains say. And I was like, oh, that's great. But it was too much. It was like a little too much for me. But then Tom McFarlane, I mean Tom McFarlane, Lord, uh, Tom Holland oh. does both. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is great. It's like he was taking notes, and like the directors were taking notes, and we're like, hey, we want you to find your Peter Parker. And he has that, uh, you know, type thing down, you know, that ultimate Spider-Man down. Um, and they got the, and good. they got the perfect directors too with him. Like they yeah. said, okay, we're going to take Spider-Man. We're going to take this high school. We're going to turn it superhero. So let's take, let's take, uh, um, John Watts, who's, mm. who's known for those, um, group movies with teenagers in high school yeah, yeah. and put him in. And he has, you know, had brief stints with action adventure. Like it's like, they've learned Marvel and in collaboration with Sony or Sony in collaboration with Marvel have learned what to do with this character and man the world is going to burn if in December there is no Tom no, out Tom like it's it's the world you know is going to burn if I'm going to tell you right now I almost want to say that Zendaya is a mastermind and the reason why she's subconsciously because I feel like she knows this setting Tom Holland up for greatness and the reason being is you can't let go of the, t the the sweethearts, right? Like they are a package deal right now, and they are hitting news and media. If Tom Holland farts a love song for Zendaya, it's gonna be globally viral across the whole internet. And my man took a selfie with her in the background. It was an old selfie. 
and it went viral, right? Oh my god! So I honestly feel like Tom losing Tom Holland would be the biggest mistake because you know damn good and well they're gonna lose in day at that point. So it's just like, can we really? America's sweethearts, essentially, like number one sweethearts right now. Can yeah. you essentially like risk this? Nah, let's throw this money on the table. Like, honestly, man, I, I'm just waiting to hear Disney bought Spider Man back. I, I'm just waiting to hear it. I, I, they have the money, they'll do it. I mean, it, there's so much coming out with all the hype with Insomniac Games got Spider Man 2 coming out and like all these other anything Spider Man selling oh. off the wazoo. I know Sony's gonna try to hold on to it, but money talks. Uh, and Disney are the ones that can do it. So hopefully now, they can do it. I see. I don't I don't <clears throat> think Marvel will die, will buy Spider-Man in that universe back. I think we're more more likely to see I think that we're more likely to see uh, them buy Sony. Like I just because it's just they're not going like, to they're going to buy so, Sony. Sony cuz Sony they bought Fox. <laughs> yeah, but that's Fox. Sony is you got to think the 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 or Sony, Sony is pictures. Japanese what did, huh or Sony pictures like the the movie uh, format of Sony like that even specifically. that I don't know like they're uh, slates Sony because <laughs> did, did, did they buy did Disney buy Fox like all of Fox yeah. or just Fox movies like oh, Fox no, Sony, TV yeah, and they, everything they, bought all of, they just bought Fox um let's see I'm pretty sure they just bought Fox completely because it's hard for me to, to believe that they would yeah, just they buy Spider-Man. Totally. It's Fox TV, Fox Phil, everything Fox is, is under the belt. But I think they're just letting Fox run whatever they, they want to run on a TV front. Fox Entertainment. I don't think they bought Fox Sports or the news channels. Yeah, they just bought Fox okay. TV, Fox Entertainment, Fox Films. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking it up. Yeah. Because, like, I'm just... Mm. I don't know. It was seventy-one billion dollars yeah. to buy Fox. Like that's what I'm saying. Like they could do that with Sony. The, the only reason, the only reason why I would say it won't go through, and it's kind of the same reason why I don't think it would go through with Warner Brothers. It's like well, that's when you start getting into monopoly, where like the FCC is going to come and be like, "You guys are buying a lot of things now. Where's the competition coming from?" Nah, right? Like I don't think so. Spider-Man is a whole different ballgame. They own Marvel. So Spider-Man is a part of Marvel. The only reason why that Spider-Man got thrown in this anyway is because of the movies back in the day. Let's not let's not forget that the negotiations were happening. Yeah. For this takeover. And Wait, Sony was takeover? considering it. They Disney just didn't want to give Sony what they wanted money-wise. That negotiation was there. Wait, that no, the I thought talks. I don't no no no. I I that was just around uh, being partnership in the movie, it didn't have to do with Sony with with Marvel uh, Disney I buying it was them Sony. Buying out, hold on, I'll look it up. But and I'm Google? pretty sure it was like, because uh... the only one that I remember Marvel slash Disney being close to buying, but they were literally a couple of days late was Warner Brothers slash DC, and they said the guys just said, "Listen, you're just a couple of days late." Like we actually almost had Marvel and DC combining if it wasn't, you know, a couple of days earlier the phone call. Potentially, potentially. Because from my recollection, the dispute was over box office draw and production where 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 Sony wanted more than, than Disney was willing to give or vice versa because of where the rights uh, led based off of, of the first 
Oh yeah, yeah. Movie. I think you're right. I think yeah. you're right. It was it was it was the rights to the film. But uh <laughs> funny enough, Sony uh Disney almost bought out Sony at one point. Uh, I could um, see it. So, like I could see it for sure. I mean, why not, right? But I wonder what sect of Sony they would buy out. Would it just be Sony films? Like I think it would be kind of like what Wood and uh, New Nerd are saying. It would probably just be Sony Entertainment, which is films and TV, and then uh, PlayStation Sony Film Division. Sony Film Division. There you go. Mm-hmm. I think if I mean you know uh, who is it? Uh, Wood, Weir Wood. If Venom Two makes half a billion. Uh, I just missed it. Billion, then Sony doesn't sell anything. I mean, it's, it's, it's potential. It's potential. I mean, I that mean, has nothing to do with Spider-Man though. But it's in the, it's in the universe. It's not the same universe. So uh, that, it's not. It's uh, okay. Not, that, their Venom, their Venom and stuff is not in the same universe. I mean, granted, they can tell to, uh, Tom Holland all day that, you know, we're not going to work with Marvel anymore. We're gonna, just going to jump into this. They're just, they're not in the same MCU. I mean, the MCU is not Sony's universe of Venom. I mean, mm-hmm. that was already, I know that they have some crossovers here and there, but it's not, they're not there, at least not yet. And I, and I really hope to God it never goes that way because let me tell you, Venom was, Venom was not good. And, and, and people people sit there and they talk about it being decent and I'm just like I don't know how you guys see this film as being good it was very subpar average mm-hmm. at most and this what this trash that they have coming out soon people like are going to see weeks? it because they want to see a, they want to see Venom do well because there's Venom fans right Carnage people want to see Carnage uh, I, I see I even think Carnage is a waste of time I even think him as a as a as a as a villain is just not even that great to begin with because carnage is not carnage is super hyped up because of venom and 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 like i said carnage had a lifeline early on in video games with maximum carnage and Mm -hmm. stuff like that so we got we got a chance to Mm -hmm. like it but carnage is no doc ock oh true true he's no kingpin he's you know it's it's just not there it's just the name they don't even really do carnage justice in the in the comic books either so I don't know. I just think having it, making it PG-13, I think they lost a lot of steam on that, number one. Um, and number two, the, the CGI, everything looks absolutely... I, I'm hoping that, just like the first Venom trailer, that it was... Cause the first Venom trailer that they had for Venom 1 looked horrible. And then it started kind of kind of coming together. Remember Black Panther trailer? Yes. yes. The first trailer, it looked super CGI. I was like, what the yeah. hell is this? And then you saw it in live movie, you're like, oh my God, this looks amazing, right? It was like the same thing. I hope that's kind of what's going on with with, uh, with Venom too, but... Ugh. Well, the reason why I brought that up is in the UK for something, they had, a, uh, they had an audience come in and they did show it off to an audience and they had everyone come down and everything. It was kind of like Cinecon, but whatever's in the UK, I forget what it's called. And mm. just about every reaction coming out of it, non-spoiler-esque, because they couldn't do spoilers, was... It's an action-packed ride. It's really a lot of fun. I didn't expect to like it, and I really enjoyed it. So to keep that as you want. I don't know necessarily if the sources that watch the movie are like you and I, where we're really big into, you know, uh, we're geeks. Um, but but the overall expectations coming out of it, or not the expectations, the overall reactions coming out of it is that it's a fun ride. Actually, one thing that they did say was that 
the hour and a half made the movie better because it was nonstop. So, I don't know. We'll see in the 10, 11, 12, 13 days when it comes out on October 1st. I won't be seeing it in theaters. You know, unfortunately, Sony has said that, you know, digital is not real because F you world. I'll wait till that but, comes to uh, Redbox. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Redbox. Before I go, go yeah. anywhere. Um, well, the, 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 and like I said, Tom, Tom Holland is the reason why oh, yeah. things went the way they went because he refused to be thrown into a Sony universe when he's already at home in MCU. So I have, I mean, granted, people can change, right? Money, money talks, I guess. I don't know. I, I, I have a strong feeling that Tom Holland is not that person, but you never know. But I have a re I really have a feeling that Tom Holland is that person that doesn't look at money and be like, I'm going to go here because of money and ruin my reputation. You know, I, I think he's more of the he's he's he cares about what people think, especially his fans about him. Yeah, um, he does have Zendaya there. That's probably going to coach him into being like, yo, you don't want to like you don't take you don't have to take every deal that comes your way type deal. Um, but if he's smart, he stays in MCU, period. Um, that's how I would play. I would play hardball. That guy is going to make mucho money anyway. He'd be so sought after right now. It doesn't matter. I mean, so we'll, we'll see. It's going to be interesting uh, now that the contract is up, essentially. Um, his six films are done. So we shall see. Uh, you know, I mean, I want to say he got six films and more. He, I, I don't know if he signed a separate contract for What If, or he didn't do What If. Did he? Uh, he has not been in it. He's one of the like yeah. handful of actors that hasn't reprised their yeah. role in 1F. So there you go. Yeah. So he did his six films. He this contract is completed. Um, and I don't think they're just going to let him sit in limbo without a contract. I mean, we still have young Avengers and champions and all that stuff to prepare for. So he's, he's definitely yeah. part of that, you know, unless they just X off Tom Holland and bring on Miles Morales, which would be even more weird, but I'll be down. Yeah. For because it. if you think about it, like, <laughs> If he's gonna be this big of a character in 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 No Way Home with the multiverse, and, and you got Doctor Strange, yeah, and you got Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness coming out where you know yeah. Wanda's coming in, Secret like Wars is it's coming. it's hard to believe that you're not gonna see Tom Holland. Like I feel like there is a contract maybe in place already, but they're probably waiting. A, yeah, negotiations. They're just they're yeah. just waiting to just announce it all. Negotiations. I'm pretty sure Marvel has their contract ready and their their statement and how they want to pull it. And their lawyers yeah. are sitting on one side of the table and Sony's preparing for their stuff. Yeah. And Tom Holland's going to have to make a decision. Uh, you know, and it's like, it's just stupid. God, I would give, Unfortunately, I would... Sony made the moves first to making a Spider-Man movie and then eventually kept the rights. Like, yeah. it's just, it's just dumb. And they know, they know how big Spider-Man is, so it's going to be hard. It's going to be a hard battle. Like, I, I, got, I get it. You know, I was just thinking about this because, you know, we got a couple of minutes left here. We're going to go to your questions, yeah. chat. We're going to talk about the next couple of weeks and some things we got working on here. But um, I was just thinking about this. Like, I would love, you know, having people on the show and, and bringing guests in, which we're going to start doing, which you'll see next week, chat. I'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, I would love, I think the two top right now for me to have on the show and chat would probably be Tom Holland and, <laughs> and Dwayne The Rock Johnson, partly because of who they're going to be playing and who they are playing in film, but also just to have a conversation with them. Like, yeah, there's like yeah. keeping in the world of, of comic books and movies and TVs, like, um, like actor wise we'll go with, right? I like I'd, it's hard for me yeah. to think of anyone else right now outside of those well, two. Honestly, like, they're on the top of my list. If we were lucky enough to do that, I would not even. I, I, I the questions I'd ask would be so 
off from their regular everyday <laughs> Same, boring right? interview i'd literally say yo tom how the hell does it feel to to live in your dreams and consistently show admiration to your fans and while being as humble as you are like i want to hear how it is to go from a a, bo- a, a a young guy of theater yeah doing very well in theater to a, a mega global superstar growing up in the business like he's young you know i mean being being 24 and and experiencing all he has experienced there's a lot of questions to be had there's a lot of advice that you want to ask people but everyone has different things and he just lucked out and has zendaya there who's only a year older than him that has experienced that more than he has and who's there that look i mean obviously that loves him who can give him straight up really solid advice without having conditional boundaries on there and i I think that's just so cool man um i would love to have robert downey jr on the show and just like really dig into like man talk about a comeback like robert downey jr's comeback was wild this man went from like he probably would never want to talk about that but he went from like rock bottom to sky oh yeah you know what if you you ever have a chance check out um if you ever if you ever watched it or, or know of him, Joe Rogan's interview with him, like he goes into essentially blackface with when he played in Tropic Thunder and how like that oh, yeah. probably couldn't happen today. But like that yeah. whole conversation with Robert Downey Jr. You think of what you may of Joe of uh, um, Joe Rogan. I get it, but like the interview he has with him specifically is making. And actually, one of my favorite films. I don't know if you saw it. Was with um, Robert Downey Jr. Was uh, Robert Downey Jr. and Val Kilmer kiss kiss bang bang if you haven't seen that movie check it out it's uh it is a fun ride of a movie it's well written it's he robert downey jr is fantastic in it val kilmer is fantastic in it Mm. uh before everything that's going on with him man it's it's a really really fun movie i mean i i was sad that freaking uh sherlock holmes yeah, that was Went a fun movie bark. too. Yeah, I loved Robert Downey Jr. as Sherlock Holmes. Man. Yes, what a great twist to that. Yeah, you know, I liked him over Cumberbox. It's you know a lot. Yeah, it's but, too, it's too different, but I got you on that one. Yeah, 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 very yeah. But I, see, it, it's funny because I feel like Robert Downey Jr. is na- now has played Tony Stark so long he doesn't know reality. It's like he he doesn't know how to separate himself from Tony Stark. I, I just <laughs> he feel is like Tony every Stark. Yeah. He's gonna play now is Tony Stark. Like literally, you know, even if it's a completely yeah. different role, he. I mean, you can see it. Robert Downey Jr. finally cleaned himself up because he was kind of bumming it for a long time during the pandemic, and and he looks just like. Tony Stark, his facial hair is exactly the same. Or maybe he's filming. (laughs) I don't know, because I saw him recently on his Instagram, and I was like, this Joker looks just like Tony Stark again. His literally his hair, everything is 100% matching what he had. And then I was like, what if he's filming? What if this dude is actually just playing us all for a fool? He got hit with that billion dollar contract and he's Oh my filming. god, yeah. Like I'm just, I'm on his Twitter right now. He kinda he has the See? The, the the mustache with the thing and coming it, down it, a little bit. Go up and everything. Yeah. Right? yeah. I was just like, this, this dude. Yeah. He looks great now. Oh no, he and looks he's great. He's back in training. He's back training in martial arts again. And like he so maybe he's getting ready to film something. I don't know. I don't want to get my hopes up, but uh yeah, he does He's look really good. good. He does look looking really good. good. for a sixty-year-old man or however old he is. I think he's close to sixty now. Well, actually, it says that pre-production is going on with uh, 
with Sherlock Holmes 3. If that's the case, that's good. I, like I said, I like that movie. Yeah, it says, his, well, it's IMDb, but his IMDb says he's in pre-production for, oh, for Sherlock Holmes yeah. 3. They, they literally said that would never happen again. Yeah, he's, oh, he's 56. So yeah, he's, um, like I said, he's, uh, that's dope. Oh yeah, Sherlock Holmes three, two thousand, what, twenty twenty one? Oh no way, that thing's coming out. Like, yeah, there's no shot. Yeah, that's that's definitely twenty twenty three, twenty twenty four, most yeah. likely at this point. Probably like pre pandemic announced or something. Yeah. So, um, uh, because we're at that time now, chat. So if you got any questions, put it in there now. Smile. Um, as far as uh the next couple of weeks goes, specifically next week, um, the twenty. Ooh, let's not go to that one because I don't want my location up. The twenty fifth chat. We will be starting uh, here on time at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. However, uh, it is going to be a little bit different of an episode. Uh, we have a very special guest. Why did my camera just flicker? Uh, we have a very, very special guest uh, coming on in. His name is Jason Bischoff. He is a Uber nerd like both of us. He is the current global licensing director for Funko. Prior to that, he worked at Hasbro. Prior to that, he worked at Saban. Prior to that, he worked at Blizzard. You talk about Ghostbusters. You talk about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You talk about um, you talk about Batman. He's a big, big Batman fan, a big DC fan, as well as Marvel. Um, he has a great presence also on Twitter. If you want to go check him out and see what he's all about uh, prior to the show, it's at Shadow Piper. I'll put it in chat if you want to go check him out. Jason Bischoff. Bischoff excuse me fantastic individual we're going to be having him on the show uh next week um as a interview so be on the lookout for that at 12 p.m um then after that we're going to be on a little bit of a streak again and we already have some other special guests as well that we're going to have either live or pre-recorded from comic books from movie and tv i know there's a couple of things uh working on that we just got news of today that that i don't think we're going to leak just yet i don't know but we we got a lot of cool things, but next week, um, definitely. Oh, did we get confirmation on stuff? Cause yeah, check take looking. a look at uh take a look at the the RD Discord, Discord the one where it says two things. So I don't know if that's gonna be a a, a a pre or a live for that first note. But yeah, yeah. Did I miss the Hawkeye trailer discussion? Oh yeah. Oh, sh that happened so early in the week. I completely forgot about that. The Hawkeye uh, yeah, trailer. Yeah. We we'll, we'll break it down. We'll break it down next show. Make sure or I won't be here Two next shows, Saturday, yeah. but we'll break it down the show after next Saturday. Uh, it, it just go ahead and watch it. Uh, we can. What, how much time we got? Oh, we, we got, got about 15, fifteen minutes. We can break this shit down now, man. Um, I yeah, love it. Awesome, dude. Uh, yippee kaye, motherfucker. Oh, here, that's let what me... I'm looking at. You know, <laughs> yippee kaye, motherfucker. That one hundred percent is we forgot about what that. I got from that. Is is die hard with marvel universe twist to it and i'm freaking loving it i want it um yeah die hard I, home alone meets marvel like yeah, they like the dance yeah. larping scene what's going on it's definitely got that die hard feel where he's john mcclain right? dude, oh, dude i love it on the head. i love it's it the man. christmas film that i didn't know i needed <laughs> i was honestly every christmas there's a christmas film back when we were growing up you had bad santa you had yeah. like Yep. You know, you had Elf, you had all these Christmas films, Home Alone Elf and stuff like that that came out during that time that marked it for that year. But this year, I was like, damn, pandemic's coming. We really haven't had something that felt good. And I did not expect Hawkeye yeah. to be a Christmas-themed, like, it, series, movie? Yeah, it's... <laughs> it feels it, like a movie. It looked... It, the, the trailer 
felt like movie. So movie. Dude, the 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 poster for it is so yeah. is so Christmas movie coming down. You yeah. see them kind of like holding hand, walking hand, like a buddy. Yeah. Like it's so it, they hit having, the nail Marvel on the head. Fun. Yep, it's literally Marvel having fun, and oh my god, dude! All of our and all of our questions were answered by his daughter versus Kate yeah. Bishop and all that stuff was answered in that. So if you guys want to go watch that, we don't have it live right now. We'll, we'll probably show it again. I can actually um, get eventually. it up. But we know that his daughter now, his wife is not there. I'm confused about that because yeah, his, there's his, definitely a couple of questions for sure that, that I, mean, I think she, we need answer in the series. Is she assassinated? Is she killed? I don't think so because the, the whole the whole vibe of the whole thing is that Redfield, right? Chris Redfield. No, no, Chris Redfield is uh no, that's Chris Redman. The hell is Hawkeye's is actor's Redman? name? Uh, let me see. It's hard to keep up with this. I gotta get better with it. Okay, uh, Renner, Renner. Yeah, Jeremy that's Renner. Yeah, Renner. I don't know why I got Redmond from that. Anyway, so we got Renner. a lot of names yeah, we're talking Renner. about here. <laughs> um, yeah, Renner's like whole. I, I I love how we're revisiting Thor. Okay, here we go. The one of the Thor films version of Renner, where he was more quirky. You know. Oh, uh, there you go. He got it. All right. Yeah. Um, he was more quirky and um, just. Kind of like still in disbelief, like trying to adjust to the blip. This is definitely post blip. Yes. Um. So it looks like he's trying to adjust to it. And the whole Ronan thing, which we have to get more from him so we can learn about the real Ronan past and what uh, Clint Barton went went through as an assassin. Like, yeah. You know, being trained as a, a five as a, year as span. An assassin. So I I don't think this is it for Renner when it comes to like a solo thing. I think we're gonna get some kind of uh, backstory on him. Well, so far outside of Wandavision, which seemed like a very one-off, we have uh, Loki that's got a season two. We have Captain America getting his own movie, and depending on how mm. that goes, maybe there's gonna be another season with another Falcon and and Winter Soldier or White Wolf or something like that, right? Uh, you got What mm. If getting a second season. I mean, at this point, I wouldn't be surprised that this is going to get a second season or a movie spinoff with with Kate <laughs> with Kate Bischoff, right? Like, you, yeah. you got to think that this is going to lead into something next. It's not just going to be a a a a one off because of everything you see here. I mean, you got another young Avenger, you got another prominent actress in Haley Seinfeld, and you got a character that's didn't really get massive time that now it's kind of getting it. Like, um, I mean, it's it's hard for me to believe this is going to be a one-off. Bruh, very, very hard. I don't know, man. I am so starry-eyed for Haley Seinfeld. Oh, she's awesome. Oh, my God. Whew, talk about a, a cinematic crush. Like, this this girl crushes it in every role that she's in, honestly. When she was in Bumblebee, like, she she nailed it. In oh, my, yeah. In my opinion. Um, you know, she made that. And I just think that these two together are going to do so well because they're both very kind of like you, you want to take them serious, but they have such a weird quirkiness to them yep. that it just ends up being something hilarious. But yeah, this trailer is 100% movie worthy. Like I literally forgot oh, yeah. it was a series. Yep. I was like, oh, this is a movie. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but man, 
it's we, and it's what a treat yeah having this be a, a series I, I mean i don't i see it it's gonna at least be six episodes at the least yeah because um, what what the the shortest one was loki with six right yeah yeah mm-hmm. i mean because that's because loki was determined season two instantly yeah Which technically i i call that one of those i call it a season break more than a season two type thing like you it's just a break in between it's kind of how they do anime because they gotta you know? bring on everything else looking yeah, at this yeah, larger yeah. universe yeah it's like catching people up with other stuff before bringing out what they want to do with season two so to speak um, actually i'm gonna do a quick yeah. google how many i ep- i oh i also want to know do we really address in this how he feels about losing Natasha? That's important to me. And I really hope they do that because they haven't paid ode to Natasha. Um, yeah, true, true. I mean, we know that Florence Pugh is gonna be somewhere in this, right? Oh, As Yulavana. So so that that oh <laughs> that I can't wait for. Seeing yeah. Haley. Kate Bishop going against Yelena at some point. That's yeah. going to be an awesome fight. That's going to be the, an the awesome back and forth. Versus, yeah. Um, so I did a quick Google. It says that it's six episodes, which kind of sucks. Figured. But Figured. I mean, I get it. I mean, what? how many? What, what, I forget how many episodes everything else was. But um, uh, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier was like twelve, I think. Right? That was or, one or... of the longer ones, right? Yeah. Because because yeah, WandaVision, I think, was six it or wasn't. eight. Also, I don't remember. But um, there's a lot of cool things about this trailer oh, that maybe six episodes that answers questions, but also leaves a lot of questions open. So, like for instance, Seven? for instance, obviously over here he's taking his kids away, like in a in a van of some sort. He's clearly in New York and he has something in his ear. So who is he working for? Is he still with Shield? Is he with with Sword now? Like what is Hawkeye now post blip post Avengers? What is actually happening with him? Um that's one of the questions that I would love to see answers cuz clearly something is going on with this scene. He's definitely that, not working that... with uh the government because he was one of the few that were not with the government. Yeah, he got like pardoned and everything afterwards Maybe for his actions as Ronan. Maybe that's cell phone thing. I don't know. Uh, you know, I mean, it, it could be all kinds of stuff. Um, or maybe he's just tracking. Katie Bishop. Yeah, you're Hawkeye. Like just their banter back and forth. Yeah, like like where he where she goes. Some people say they call me the best archer around or whatever it is, and he goes, "Do you call yourself that?" <laughs> like just those little like quippy ones going. That, so he's talking to his wife there. So like he's clearly away okay. from his family, but, working, doing something. But what's up with them though? Like so, the, my thing is, I mean, that clearly wasn't a good interaction between. Anyway, I don't want to break it down. Yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll start doing some stuff. But anyway, like at the end, it didn't look like it was a good thing going on between them. Yeah, because she's like, you promised that you're not doing this again. And now you he's know, doing something again. Yeah. You know, you lost us. You have us back. Why are you doing this? You know, maybe maybe it was one of those situations. I mean, um, there's uh, Rogers can I have on Broadway. A Steve Rogers musical, please. Thank yeah. you. Uh, come again. Dude, I was thinking about that earlier. That's the one thing that they don't have right now, Marvel. What yeah. happens if they're showing Rogers the musical because of Marvel? In two years, yeah. we're going to have a Marvel musical. Yeah. And then what happens if it's Rogers? I would not put it like, past him. Like, that would be hilarious. I would not put it past him. Anyway, I'm excited about Hawkeye. Uh, probably more excited than I have been for a lot of stuff lately. Um, Granted, it comes out after Spider-Man in New York. Does it come? Wait, uh, when does it say it starts streaming? No, it's November. So it's actually before Spider-Man. 
what this uh, no i thought this was december it's november on i'm just gonna skip to the end hold on maybe i missed that sorry i thought i missed that uh, uh so november 20 yeah because it's my it's my anniversary it's november 24th uh, so um huh. oh no spider-man is in december yeah spider-man is in december it okay. comes out a couple of weeks mixed up. yeah so okay cool Actually, hmm. when does hmm. spider-man come out spider-man no way home december i wonder 23rd? So Spider-Man no. number December 17th. So 17th, if okay. that comes out on the 24th, which is a Wednesday, so it's one, two, three, eight, four episodes in. So when Spider-Man comes out on the 17th, this will be four episodes in there. So there's still two more episodes to come after it if it's six episodes long. So there could be some cross-lapping at some point, uh, uh, with this, maybe. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it was all six episodes, honestly. Yeah, six episodes of uh, each uh, cinematic or each uh, Marvel thing is six episodes. WandaVision, this, Captain, uh, Captain America Winter Soldier, Falcon Winter Soldier, excuse me, and um, Loki were all six episodes? Well, actually, no. So WandaVision, I believe, was a lot longer. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was like 10 or 11. Here. How many? I believe. Let's see. How many episodes is WandaVision? Nine episodes. Okay, so you got nine. Captain America Winter Soldier was six. Six. Yeah. Loki was six. And this is and six. And this is six. So no live action is hit double digits yet, but, but the most has been WandaVision. WandaVision did have shorter episodes very sometimes. short yep it had like 40 minutes and some was an hour so it was back and forth and i believe captain what happened if i could win a soldier was like all hour right yeah i, rem I remember i remember reading that um even though it was nine episodes it barely broke six hours wandavision where captain american yeah. winter soldier was more than six hours yeah. So like yeah. even though yeah. you got yeah. six yeah. episodes, you got more watch time with it. So that could have been done yeah. to filming and pandemic. Yeah, uh, a bunch of different COVID. things, right? Yeah, could have been a lot of stuff. All right, cool. Well, guys, uh, that ends it for us today. I hope you guys enjoyed uh, the kind of couch session version of comics. Like I said, there wasn't too much news, but we already get a we ever get a lot of good conversations out and stuff like that. Um, if you guys want more, make sure you hit that follow button down below. If you're watching from my outside website, it's on twitch.tv slash rare drop. Come by the channel, hit the follow button. That way you can see updates on what we're doing and when we're doing it. We're always going to be on Saturdays unless, you know, we have a special event of some sort. And typically Saturdays at 12 p.m. Eastern. Yep. Um, we kind of calmed down on the spoilers uh, a good bit to, like, let you guys, you know, get your get your feet wet with stuff. But stuff is going to start coming out more and more, especially with movies. We typically will probably give you about a two-week window to watch the movie before we go into depth breakdowns of it. So make sure you do that. Uh, we're going to have some guests come on board. Um, emails are going out. Introductions are being had. So a lot of things are happening. So be ready for that. I will not be here next Saturday uh, due to some uh, obligations. Cool stuff. Uh, but Matt will be interviewing, uh, like he, like he said, his guest, and that will be pre-recorded and still here on Saturday, uh, so you can still watch it uh, the pre-recorded um, video. That will yep, be going I will. On, so. uh, I'll be here. So if you guys have any questions, we can also fur further it up with him. I think one of the cool things that we're trying to do here with our guests, not only now but in the future is not just yeah. be one shots, uh, you know, as best mm. as we can, right? So um, so if you have any further questions when they're live, when when we do pre-recorded stuff, 
you know, please let us know. Um, I put him again in chat. So if you want to go check him out and if you have any questions you want me to ask him during the week, um, you know, please let me know. So when we record it, we can uh, get it out there for you on Saturday. And I'll be in chat on Saturday too uh once it's live so we can uh we can chat while it's going which will go live at 12 p.m eastern standard time but uh oh wow Zana, that's interesting <laughs> imagine getting hurt at, on broadway <laughs> wait what happened uh she was saying we had a spider-man musical for a while uh but it got canceled because actors stunt oh yeah i remember you're yeah. right i do remember that it was this whole big thing because wire works theatrical stuff mm. and the actors kept on getting hurt because it was just Insane. Yes. Good point. I forgot about that. I forgot about Interesting. that. Well, guys, we'll see you next time on the mix and uh, have a good day and wear your mask out there and be safe. All right. Take it easy. That's the end of episode 18. Wow, some more episodes than 20. Bye. Bye, everybody. <laughs>